This is 15 Minutes to Freedom. I'm your host, Ryan Nidell, and today's episode is The People Downstairs. So before I jump into today's episode, I need a little bit of house cleaning to take place. I've loved every minute of the first 26 episodes of, of 15 Minutes to Freedom. And I'm going to continue this methodology of providing daily value and daily content, taking my journals, taking my memoirs, taking my meditation, and turning into spoken word for you guys. But I know there's more value I can provide than just that. So once a week, I'm going to start interviewing a secondary guest. That guest, anything's, nothing is off limits. So not only do I need from you guys who you want me to interview, but I also need the questions you want me to ask them. In addition to that, what I'd like you to do is send me a list of questions that you want me to answer, whether it's about your life, your business, or my life and my business, just to have an open platform to increase engagement. I mean, I care what I can give you guys back, just I hope that you care what, I'm, what you're receiving from me. So the best way to get a hold of me, give me these, these data points, are Ryan, R-Y-A-N, at gsdmediagroup.com. So it's just... If you could get that over to me, that'd be great. We're going to switch around some of the platform and get more content out there with some other guests on the show. Now that I've got the house clean for a moment, you know, to dive into something a little more relevant, a little more real life. So as I'm sitting here, I've tried to record a podcast now four times in a row. I have preset content. It's from a meditation this morning. And for whatever reason, the world just doesn't want me to provide that right now. So I, I literally spoke to Doug sitting in front of me right now. Recording this for YouTube. Yes, I have a YouTube channel. It's Ryan Idell on YouTube. He's recording it real time, and we're laughing. Like, what do you control? What do you focus on that you can control versus what you can't control? Like, how does that all work? And so I'm sitting here, and I'm getting pissed off. Like, I'm pretty fucking mad right now. Like, I'm trying to record this podcast. I built what's supposed to be a completely soundproof room, a 12 by 12 room, and an office space that we built and designed. And somehow, I can still hear fucking noise downstairs. We're in a two-story building. There's, there's guys on the other side of the wall inside the office that are making phone calls and doing what they're supposed to do. And we have a great editing team here that you probably can't hear any of this by the time it hits live market. But there's a good chance that while I'm recording this particular episode, you're going to hear some drills or some saws or some ungodly shit that's going on downstairs right now. And so it's, as this is going on real time right now. It's take me down memory lane on all the different times in my life where I've wanted to do something, where there's been a focus of something that, that I needed to achieve for myself, but there was a bunch of shit in my way. And I would have looked up until very, very, very recently, I would have let that shit defeat me. Like, admittedly, as I'm sitting here in front of Doug, and all this is going on, and I can hear the guys in the company speaking on their phones, I can hear downstairs someone drilling or sawing or doing whatever they're doing, I want to look at Doug and say, look, man, just go home. Like, we'll shoot this tomorrow. We'll shoot this on Monday. We'll eventually catch up. I can just shoot more episodes in the future. But then really, is that benefiting me? Like, is that self-sabotage? My answer is, fuck yes, it is. Like, that is the epitome of self-sabotage. Convincing yourself that in the future you can get around to doing something you know you needed to get done today. Because tomorrow's not always guaranteed. And yes, we always say this shit and, you know, it, it never has any weight to it. But it's just not. I mean, tomorrow I'm hopping on a plane for an important business meeting in Denver. For all I know, the plane crashes and this podcast is over, and you never got to hear today's episode because I never recorded it. Morbid as can be, but how many places in your life right now are you putting off shit that you know you need to do because you think you're just going to eventually get around to it when it's convenient? Like right now, this, this podcast is not convenient. Doug has sick kids at home. 
Doug has a sick wife at home. I have to pack for a trip that I'm going on. The office is hot. It's rainy. Like I can go down this whole list of shit that's just not how it should be at this exact moment. But I know the commitment that I made to myself and then the commitment I made to you guys to crank out daily content, that matters. Like my commitment to myself matters more than any other commitment that's on the planet. Because if I can't honor my own commitment, how can I expect you guys to honor me? And through that, how can you honor yourself? You can't. So all this starts from and stems from the fact that downstairs in my office complex, there's people doing construction and they're probably doing construction to make their lives better. But in making their lives better, they're making my life worse. Like way worse. Like I'm still fucking mad. I'm four minutes and 48 seconds into this podcast and I haven't calmed down yet. You can't hear it in my voice, but I'm fucking mad. I'm sweating. That's how mad I am. And so when, I'm, when I really try to take this step back real time with you guys and think, man, where else is this going on? Because I think every part of life is a learning lesson. Like no matter what goes on, if you can remove yourself just one step back from the current moment, there is something to learn. And so how many other places am I not doing the shit that I know I need to do? Because it's not convenient. Like this podcast right now. And for me, the most relevant story I can tell about this ends up coming down to my life with Lindsay. So long story, and I'll share it with you guys, but I've had a, obviously been driving for 18 years now. You know, I'm, I'm 34, got my driver's license at 16, used to have a lead foot and that's calmed way, way down. Shoot, I used to run car dealerships and had access to, you know, Ferraris and Lamborghinis, any nice car possible. Like those were my cars. Those were cars I got to drive every day. I had a demo. And so it was great. But during that time period, I would get pulled over from time to time with a dealer plate on the back of the car and never really thought anything of it because, you know, could either get out of the ticket or would pay the ticket and it wasn't a big deal. And I, all that was true. You know, tickets are paid. Everything's good. Up until really three and a half years ago. I get pulled over three and a half years ago, picking up Lindsay and her friends from a golf tournament that goes on here in Columbus called the Memorial Tournament. I'm picking them up. They've been drinking a little bit throughout the day. Thought it's best they don't drive, so I come pick them up. I pick them up in a, in a company loaner car from a local dealership. At that point, I have a two-door car, and they, there were three friends, so I needed a four-door car. So I stop and pick up a car, pull in to get them, and turn around, and a cop stands in front of the car and says, pull over. Okay, pull over to the side of the road. As I pull over to the side of the road... I said, you know, I pulled you over. I said, well, absolutely not. My seatbelt's on. I couldn't have been going faster than two miles an hour. Tires didn't squeal. Super calm right now. So, well, you're in, a, in an area where you're not allowed to turn around. So I have to write you a citation for that. Well, okay. We kind of go back and forth and say, look, you know, the girls have been drinking. Could you cut me a break? I'm only doing this so that, you know, they don't get behind the wheel. I think I'm doing the right thing. He just wasn't willing to give me a break. Yeah, that happens. You know, that's life. So I, I take the ticket. I take it on the chin. Take the ticket, take the girls back to their cars, or actually to one of their houses, go grab my car, and go about my day. I eventually pay the citation, and eventually, you know, I think in Ohio we have 10 or 15 days to pay. I don't really know when, but I pay the citation. And paying the citation, I don't think anything else of it. There's no issue to me. You know, I admitted fault, take the points, do whatever. It goes away. Well, then time continues and life continues, and Lindsay and I are eventually driving to New York City. And on the way home from New York City, we're driving through the middle of the night, and as you've heard from other podcasts, I fucking love to drive, and I'm inherently cheap, so Lord knows I'm not going to pay for two plane tickets to get to New York when we could just drive there in eight hours. So we're driving back through Pennsylvania. We're almost to Ohio. We're driving through a construction zone. I've got the crew set at 71. 
construction zone 55, pass a cop, pulls me over, driving the car, hand him my license, hand him the registration, hand him proof of insurance. He comes up to the side of the car with his gun drawn. Whoa, whoa, what's, what's going on? I mean, lights are on inside the car. My hands are on the steering wheel. I'm very cognizant about what's going on at this point. And through this, this cop has said, you know, I, I'm going to need to get out of the car. So, I mean, it's probably 1 or 2 in the morning. Lyndon and I are super nervous. I don't have any idea why. Get out of the car. And he said, you know, unfortunately, you're driving with a suspended license. So, and I thought he was messing with me. Like, my license in my hand. It's obviously not suspended. I haven't been pulled over in two years. So, no, no, you're driving with a suspended license right now. I said, sir, there has to be a mistake. I, I literally haven't been pulled over. And he shows me the computer screen and says, look, there's there's a, a failure to show proof of insurance from a ticket you got in this specific jurisdiction. The same ticket I just told you guys about. The ticket for turning around in a non-turnaround zone. I said, well, shit, I, I had no idea I had to prove insurance for, I mean, a dealer plate has insurance associated with it. I wasn't driving my own car. I certainly didn't have my own insurance card with me. I didn't know that was supposed to be the case. So he was nice enough. He wrote me the ticket for speeding. Knocked it down to, I think, 61 and a 55. He was a very kind guy. I ended up hopping in the car as a passenger, and Lindsay drove the rest of the way home. Get home to Columbus. Next day, wake up, hop online, pay, pay, the, pay, pay the penalty to the state of Pennsylvania. Admittedly, I'm not going to try to get out of a speeding ticket when I was actually speeding. Foolish or not, like I'll take it on the chin. This guy is right. So we progress now, and my license expires March 13th of this past year. No, of this year. 18. So I go to the BMV to try to get my license. As I go to try to get my license, they tell me I'm not eligible to get my license, which also means I'm not eligible to title my car. I'm not eligible to get my license because I still haven't been able to prove insurance from now four years ago, and that Pennsylvania is saying they never received payment for the same speeding ticket I just made mention of. So I'm lost. Like, I have a, a car I can't get a new plate for, I have a driver's license that's not valid. I'm not quite affluent enough yet to have a driver all the time, nor do I want one. So, like, what am I going to do here? So, I'm not quite affluent enough yet to have my own driver. So, what am I going to do here? How am I going to make this work? So, time keeps progressing. I mean, obviously, it's, right now is May and my birthday is in March. And so, I get a hold of Pennsylvania. And there we go back and forth. And I'm able to send them confirmation from our bank that shows that we pay the ticket. They still haven't cleared that in their system as a warrant block for a failure to pay a ticket. I go to the jurisdiction in here in Ohio, here in Columbus, that says I didn't prove insurance. I try to show them every insurance card I possibly can, and they're saying none of them are valid because it doesn't tie to the car I was driving. I was driving a car with the dealer plate. There is no, I didn't have insurance on that specific car. I had it in the cars that I was owning at that point. And the dealership has now changed insurance multiple times trying to save money, so they don't have an insurance card for that car at that time because it's been four years ago. So here I sit in May, and I've been delaying the fact of the only way now that I can get a valid driver's license in the state of Ohio is going to be to start all over. I'm going to have to start over like a 15 and a half year old driver. I don't have to get a learner's permit, pass a learner's permit test, and then eventually pass a driving test once again. Full written test and actual driving test. Although in past podcasts I've shared with you, I'm used to driving 75 to 80,000 miles a year for the past two and a half or three years, let alone all the driving I've done the rest of my life. Like I feel very comfortable behind the wheel. I'm not a menace to society, but the rules are the rules. And I'm waiting, you know, at this point, admittedly, I've spoken to my lawyer and he's trying to figure out some way around it. Because when you look at the true facts of what's going on in the situation, all that we try to do to achieve, you know, success in this situation, 
it seems a little ridiculous that I have to go all the way back through the driving. And so he's petitioned enough in the state of Ohio that he's saying, look, for right now, drive your car. We'll figure out if something bad happens, which admittedly is probably not the smartest idea. I mean, I'm sharing this with you in full transparency that I suppose in some capacity, I'm breaking the laws right now driving my car. When I look at it, I'm delaying the inevitable. Like I know the day has to come where I go down to the BMV and I say, look, I don't know how to fix this. I'm telling you the truth. I've proven everything I can, but because I can't get you what you need, I need to start over. You know, it's been three years since my last infraction, maybe two and a half. I'm, I'm, I need to start down the path of becoming a valid driver once again in the state of Ohio. And that's going to require, like I said, a learner's permit and passing that test and not being able to drive after dark and not being able to have passengers. Like there's all these rules that come into this, which is funny as a 34-year-old man, but that's life. But I'm delaying this because it's uncomfortable. I'm delaying this because it's, it seems easier just to wait. And there's so many times in life, I mean, I have endless stories where I've just delayed this inevitability because I thought it was going to be easier to wait until I was forced to do it. No different than this podcast today. I have the choice, just like you have the choice, to go all in or to quit. Do you do everything you can every day to achieve a goal you want or do you just give up? Because really that's what this comes down to. And at the core basis of what I'm saying to you, in my heart of hearts, it means, look, I'm, I'm not willing to do what it takes to be successful, which is bullshit because I get up every morning at 4.30 in the morning and I do all the fun stuff that I want to do, you know, meditate and journal and do all this shit every day. But I can't find two hours to go eat crow and drive downtown and admit, like, I just don't know how to fix this. Please fucking help me. Like, I just don't do that part. So we have to retitle cars and we have to do all this stuff that's in Lindsay's name. It's all this back and forth nonsense because... I'm being too lazy to take the right action. So to wrap up today's episode, obviously, I mean, I, this has now sparked something inside of me real time. Like the fact that I was about to delay the podcast because people downstairs were making noise and that pissed me off has now opened up this whole other plethora of shit that I know I need to deal with. Like I need to go handle this driver's license issue. So where in your life are you potentially not handling your driver's license issue? Where are the people downstairs pissing you off? Maybe it's in, in the way you treat your body. You know, maybe you, you've always wanted to be more in shape and you just keep delaying the inevitable. Like, I'll start eating better next week or I'll start eating better on Monday or my, I'll start going to the gym on this specific day. And you create this story of that's when it has to start happening instead of right now. But as you create this story and you're on this path, like next day never really comes. It just keeps getting pushed out further and further because your commitment to yourself is not strong enough. Maybe it's your relationship right now. Maybe you want to have a better sexual chemistry with your partner and you're just assuming that if you just wait it out long enough that magically that fire is going to come back in your soul for each other instead of pouring yourself into it and making that your reality like quit delaying the inevitable of having the tough conversations and then going all in like you don't have to be right to have a successful relationship you have to be willing to care maybe it's your business you know maybe maybe you're you're delaying firing an employee for for all i know because it's, it's tough because you don't want to upset the apple cart. You don't want to make them, you know, unemployed. You, you know their family. You just imagine the pain and the heartache. But you know you have to do it because it's inevitable. You know in your gut you have to do it. So all these things are all things that you should do on a daily basis. Like these taking immediate actions are daily basis items that have to happen. Only if you want to be successful. If you don't care about success, fuck all this stuff. Don't do any of it. Just relax. Let life happen. 
But for those of us that are putting one foot in front of the other every day, taking a step towards an actionable goal, I'm going to encourage you every day to go out and get shit done. Hey guys, Ryan here. Thanks for joining me today. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please head over to iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you consume audio and subscribe to 15 Minutes to Freedom. If this brought you value, please do me a favor and drop me a five-star rating. Then share this podcast with someone who needs to hear it. For additional content, head over to ryannidell.com. That's R-Y-A-N-N-I-D-D-E-L.com.